Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Our heroes began their exploration of Firehammer Hold. While Cullen and Esmir were trying to figure out the flaming peephole room, Elric and Jake found a throne room where more Duogar were waiting for them. Ambush! Things were not going well as Jake was suddenly on the receiving end of a Duogar cleric's wrath. Cleric versus cleric! And soon, Jake was cut down by the necrotic forces of Inflict Wounds. But the battle was not lost, as the rest of the party answered back. Esmir rushed over to help Jake with her medical prowess, while Elric danced like a homicidal ballerina, and Cullen's blades cut deep until there was only silence. Doors were cautiously opened, Bullcrap rounds were taken. Duogar faces were melted off. Dead bodies were bestrided. As they were regaining their strength in the throne room, they discovered clues as to what the wicked dwarves might be up to. It seems they're converting the hold into a place of worship for their god Lodigar, to the detriment and desecration of the goddess Halia Brightax. After their short rest and futile effort trying to find a secret door in the dining hall, they decided to explore further into the hold. Soon they found a munitions room full of weapons and ammo and a poisonous lizard. Lizard attack! But Cullen, who finally got to go first, quickly killed the poisonous reptile and killed it good. Are the Duogar really here just to redecorate? And where is Jack? Do douchebags really make to-do lists? Why is Cullen's initiative role always so low? Maybe he is cursed. And will the party remember to stick together? I mean, really. Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. So, you guys have finished going through the armory and are now standing in the guard room where you first entered Firehammer Hold. A dying fire flickers in the fireplace, dimly illuminating the room, along with the two dead Durgar that you ambushed earlier. To your south is a stairwell leading way, way up into darkness, and to your north is the hallway that leads to the dining hall, and beyond that, to what AC described earlier as a possible shrine. What do you guys want to do? I think we should go north. Yeah, definitely north and try I to agree. find uh, the... Um, the mischief man behind the wall who is burning us with fire. Absolutely, and the hidden hallway behind the wall. Um, 
yes, let's travel north. And as we do, I'm going to think of these people as just being ignorant, right? They they worship this ridiculous god, Laduger. And I understand, Jake understands that there are other gods in play, but he's still really... He's never been shown that there any kind of sign that that's physical evidence that they live like he's been shown from Agma. So he's got issues with other gods still. Well, Jake did witness Cullen and Esmir receiving a blessing at the at the statue of Vergadane. Right, that is true. Mm. That's true. Mm. Oh, okay. So that wasn't good enough for you? That's true. I still have my issues. We remember you were talking many episodes ago about something called a kawinky dinky. Maybe it just bounced off of Agma. It must have. Yeah, it just banked off of Agma and hit us. Do I recall blessing you in advance? Hmm. You know, okay. That's just. Okay, okay. Jake, you're right. No, I, I know what you're saying. Okay, I'm moving north. <laughs> You're okay, Jake. I still have a problem with them, though. La du da. La du da. All of the little golden sun, <laughs> the goddess of luck. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, make your way down this hallway and past the doors that lead to the dining hall. And soon, uh, the hallway opens up into a dark room. But with your dark vision and light from uh, the drift globe, you see that it's a large room with a 30-foot high ceiling supported by two square pillars. And across from you, on the northern wall, there is a recess. And inside this recess stands a 12-foot tall statue of an armored female dwarf. She wields a great sword wreathed in two spirals of flame. And this reminds you of the statue you guys saw outside the hostel, which was also an armored female dwarf, but she was instead holding a shield that was emblazoned with two spirals of flame. And in the southwest and southeast corners of this room stand two fireplaces. Both are dark and cold. And arranged around both of these uh, unlit fireplaces are long benches and several stools. And you also see that uh, halls exit this room to the west and to the northwest. Okay. I'm gonna go here next to Jake. Well, I'm gonna roll my history and see if I recognize this figure. I'll take a religion check. Oh, religion? My religion's not good. My religion's pretty good. You better know your religion. <laughs> Is that you, Elric? Yes, I got a 20 on a religion check. There you go. <laughs> Elric, you can tell that um, this is a statue of Halia Brightaxe. Okay. Lady of the Fray, the dwarf demigoddess of heroic battle and luck. All right. And you remember uh, Kelson telling you when you were uh, camping out with him that um, the remaining occupants of Firehammer Hold were worshippers of Halia Brightaxe. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. And as you guys are looking into this uh, shrine, you also recognize it as the room from the Durgar's renovation plans that you found, um, where they planned to tear down this statue and replace it with a statue of their god, La Duguerre. Interesting they haven't touched it yet. They've obviously been here for a while. I'm going to walk into the center of the room. 
Oh, brash. All right, so Elric, you make your way into the shrine, and your drift globe now illuminates more of the room, right? Mm -hmm. And you see that in the northwest corner, there is a staircase that leads down. And the hallway on the west wall there leads into darkness um, beyond your drift globe's right, uh, light. Okay. Can I enter the room because I need to follow him? Sure. I mean, I, I want to follow him because he's my light source right now. All right. Well, I'm going to go check out the statue as long as nothing happened to Elric when he walked in the room. I'm going to move up into just into the room here. Okay. Borbor's going to come behind me. AC's going to be on my shoulder. And is there a way to perceive if there's any invisible Durgars in the room? Sure. Roll a perception check. I'm going to do that. Looking for the shimmering light? Yeah. Douchebags. Looking for that, you know, predator outline? Mm -hmm. I rolled a four. Garbage. Yeah, you don't see any signs of Durgar in this shrine. I'm going to ready a firebolt. I'm going to walk over to the western side of the room and just take a look down that hallway. Okay. Uh I want to, I mean, you know what I'm going to do? I want to light a torch. Okay. Because I want Elric to have his freedom, but I want to go the opposite direction. (laughs) Okay. So you light a torch, and as you enter the shrine, uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check, Jake. And Elric, uh, you look down the western hallway, and you see that it goes for about 20 feet and then ends at a uh, wooden door. Okay. Ooh. I rolled a 26 perception. Mm, Okay. Takes on fire. And I whisper to you what you perceive. Oh, okay. You know, there's recently been a battle here. Look, there's bloodstains. Look over there. Chipped furniture. A notched stone. Huh. The dwarves of Firehammerhold made their last stand here. I bet on it. How fresh does the blood look? Um... Probably about a month old, maybe a little more. Okay. Jake, you gotta bend down and pick some up and rub it between your fingers. <laughs> Say it's it's about a month old. <laughs> and so I do. <laughs> you I, look so I, professional. You look like one of those guys. And so I smell it. I smell it. Hmm. Definitely dwarf yep. and blood, about a month old. I'd say about a month, you would say. About, about four, to about three, ten day. Uh, and it's got like a, you know, be like a wine taster. It's got an irony finish to it. <laughs> yes, with, with hints of vanilla and <laughs> papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jake, with that high perception roll, something else catches your eye. And I also whisper that to you as well. And Cullen, you're over here checking out the statue of Halia. I want to see if it rotates, if there's any secret doors behind it or anything special like that, which might lead us to that readout with the fire trap. Okay. Roll a perception check. 19. Okay. So you examine this statue and you don't find anything hidden or secret around it. But as you're looking and feeling around, you begin to feel something stir inside of you. Mm. An intense wave of anger suddenly flows through you. 
and you know that uh, this feeling of anger is not your own, but is coming from someone or something else. Hmm. Okay, I wanted to call everybody's alarm at once, um, alert everyone to <clears throat> the eastern wall where you will notice that there are three, about three feet off the ground, there are these three narrow, three-foot-tall niches, and I want everybody to get away from them in case they are weaponized. And as soon as Jake calls out that warning, crossbow bolts begin flying into the room. Of course. Freaking knew it. I <laughs> Colin and Jake, you're both suddenly struck with crossbow bolts. Oh, jeez. Shoot. And you each take seven points of damage. Jeez, that's not insubstantial. So much for having an awesome perception roll. That was worthless. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> you guys see those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus. Well, they were ready, right? They were readying actions, and they started to uh, target you as soon as Elric uh, walked into the shrine with his drift globe. Gotcha. So he strolled into the room with his drift globe. Exactly. <laughs> I fear no dwarf or Drugar. Do you fear 20 of them? Yeah, I might fear 20 of them. <laughs> And you can all now see that uh, the bolts are flying out of those niches or um, uh, arrow slits on the eastern wall there. It's the freaking land of peepholes. Dwarves. It's a dwarven stronghold. They've got all kinds of secret traps and gimmickry, gadgetry, and distractions. And traps. Traps. Can I... Could I could I have shot my readied firebolt into the niches? Um, sure. With your dark vision, you can kind of make out some figures on the other side of the arrow slits moving around back there. But um, they have really good cover, so roll your attack at a negative five. That's fine. It's a free shot, so I might as well. Okay. Okay, and what should I target? Uh, just roll it into the tray. Okay. Here we go, guys. Psh- Nice. 17. Okay, 17 minus 5 is a 12, and that misses. Okay. Your firebolt uh, doesn't make it through the arrow slit, and it just splashes harmlessly against the wall. Okay. It was worth a try. I had it readied. Yeah. For that reason. You were better prepared than we were. (laughs) All right, that's the end of the surprise round. Let's roll initiative. Oh, it was almost an 18. Now it's a 4. Five. A one! A one! No, no. A whopping two. Not good. I got a 12. Please let it be high. 14. I'll take it. All right, so you guys have entered into this shrine to uh, Halia Bright Axe when you are all suddenly assailed by uh, crossbow bolts being shot at you from the arrow slits in the eastern wall. And Asilius is first in initiative. What's he going to do? Asilius is going to. He's going to fly up across the room to the stairwell. Okay. And I want him to do a little recon over there. Okay. So he he flies to the stairwell, and he sees that it leads down into darkness. Down. Okay. So he's going to stay right here. He'll stay right here. Yeah. Okay. And if someone comes, obviously he's going to squawk. Okay. 
And as AC flies across the room and into the stairwell, more crossbow bolts fly out into the room. One flies at Elric and misses with an eight. Another flies at Cullen and oh, almost, but misses with a 10. Mm. It clanks against the statue of Heliobritax. They only need an 11 to hit me? Apparently so. Jeez Louise. Jeez, you complain a lot. Just shush. (laughs) And the third bolt flies at Jake and hits with a 17. Ah, a crossbow. Ouch. Doing eight points of damage. Oh man, 15 points from two fucking bolts. (laughs) <laughs> what are God. they like? They're not made out of rubber. <laughs> I'm complaining. No. I look down. I see this thing these, stick these into my arrows side. Piercing my body. They and they hurt. Yeah. I pull What's it up out. With this, this weird. I pull this arrow out of my ribs. I hold it up in front of me. Ow! And then I get nailed with another one. This is stupid. Pull that one out. Hold them both up in front of me. This. All right, Cullen, uh, bolts continue to fly across the room, and you you see Jake over there angrily pulling two of them out of his body. (laughs) It's your turn. What are you going to do? I, you know, there's the whole, like, here there be uh, monsters warning about the northwestern corner of this place, but that's the only place that has cover. So I'm going to move quickly to the top of the stairs. So I'm just going to go right inside the opening so that they can't get a bead on me um, and stop just around the corner. And I'm going to say, Elric, get some cover over here. Try to sneak up behind those bastards. I, I agree with you. Esmir. Bolts are flying, Jake's been injured, and uh, Cullen has followed AC and taken cover in the stairwell. What are you gonna do? I'm going to, could I, can I surmise with my eyeballs if I can run up to the Eastern wall and be standing next to the slats without getting hit by a crossbow bolt? Uh, Sure. You're short enough that when you, uh, you know, put your back up against the wall, the arrow slits are above your head there. And when you uh, peer into the slits, you see some some gray dwarves on the other side reloading their crossbows. Okay, so Esmir's gonna do that, and then she's going to. I'm gonna try and put those babies to sleep. Okay. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range. I could choose the point behind the slats, right? Yeah. Because I'm magic. Because it's magic. That would be awesome. This spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creature the spell can affect. Creatures within 20 feet. So at level 1, you roll 5d8s. And at level 2, you can roll uh, 7d8s. Wow. I'll roll it at level two. Okay, so grab seven d8s and roll them into the tray. Okay, so three, four, five, six, no, I have eight. Hey, there's one too many. You can get rid of the two, one of the twos. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, like you can that's how that works. That's two twos, you can get, that's fair. Yeah. 
I'll that's let you fair. get rid of one of those twos. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's 100% fair. I don't know. Oh, 100% maybe not. Okay, so you roll the total of 34 hit points for your sleep spell. And one guy yawns and nothing else happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering like... Sleepy, just sleepy, just sleepy falls asleep. <laughs> this, yeah. this is coming off of their hit sleepy. points and they have high constitution. So I'm wondering if it's going to take a lot. All right, so you uh, run up under the arrow slits and cast sleep into the room on the other side. And a moment later, you hear a yawn and one body hit the ground. And... Then you also hear some surprise grunts uh, from other Durgar. Huh? Okay. One person. Well, we know he wasn't the only one. And there's more than two. Maybe that wasn't the smartest idea, but whatever. I gotta use what the good lord gave me, and that's magic, so. The good lord Agma, that is your name. Yes, because she's the only one. That's right. (laughs) I'm glad you're seeing this now. (laughs) Okay, so now do you want to move Boromir? Okay, and so as my bonus action, I'm gonna have Boromir go squeakity squeak across the room. 25, 30, 35, 40, next to Cullen. Hey, Borbor. Hey, would you mind checking out these stairs for me? <laughs> I got a bad feeling about him, and you aren't really here, so. He's talking to the pig. The pig doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> He's like, I only speak with Esmir. Whatever guy. Bacon eater. (laughs) Bacon eater. All right, Elric. uh, uh, Bolts are whizzing through this shrine. Esmir has gone east towards the arrow slits, while Cullen, Boromir, and Aesi have run into the stairwell to the northwest. What are you going to do? All right. I can see, because my drift, I mean, if I run away, Jake is not going to have any source of light. Uh, he lit a torch. I have a torch. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he said he didn't want to be bound to you any longer. Okay. <laughs> and he, but he, I he, he, no, I know. You, That's what not you what said I said. Was, you I wanted said the him to have his freedom. Yes. So you and turned so, it around. So the I, old switcheroo. <laughs> Whatever he said, I'm going for the stairway. <laughs> oh my God. So How five, dare you think 10, I have ulterior motives? 15, you bastard. 20, <laughs> Jeez, get a room, you two. I'm going to dash. I'm not going to fight anything. 40. That'll put me there. At the bottom of the stairs. Okay. And that's really all I can do because I I took the dash action. You dashed all the way to the bottom of those stairs? Yeah. Holy crap, dude. There might be a trap down there. Well, what better way to find out? (laughs) (laughs) I can think of better ways. (laughs) Slower, more deliberate ways. He's impetuous, bro. I'm impetuous. <laughs> All right, Jake, uh, you're in the middle of this shrine, get nailed by crossbow bolts. What do you do? I know that. <laughs> I throw them down and I say, damn, I must run, you see. <laughs> but before I do, I'm actually going to take my chances and I am going to, with a negative five, try to shed some sacred flame into that hole. Mm. Okay. Can I do that? Um, sure. You could kind of make out a silhouette moving behind one of the arrow slits there. Okay. So go ahead and roll the dexterity saving throw at a plus five. Okay. And he fails. He fails. 
so I actually he gets hit by some of my sacred flame, uh-huh. and it will do two um, d eight radiant damage, doing right on eight points of damage. Nice. So uh, light suddenly uh, beams out into the shrine from behind the arrow slits, and you hear a Durgar grunt in pain. Mm. Right on. And now I want to run. Okay. Get out of my way! <laughs> and with my torch, I'm going to run right past Cullen and Boromir, holding my torch more towards Boromir, since I can clear his head, and not toward um, Cullen, because I don't want to burn Cullen's face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that's specific. <laughs> well, I can see them. It's oddly specific. And I'm going to make sure I don't trip over any loose rocks on the ground. And Boromir, mind your tusk. I'm coming through. <laughs> All right, we go to the top of the round and Asilius in the stairwell. What's he going to do? AC is going to go around the corner here. Okay. Ooh. And I'm going to have him keep going. Ooh. Okay. So AC flies down to the bottom of the stairs and he sees a hallway that leads uh, east for about 30 feet. So he's gonna go up to there, a little bit more further, 30 feet up. Okay, and as he flies down, he sees more arrow slits at the end of the hall, and suddenly bolts begin to fly out of them. Oh Oh no. God, they're everywhere. All right, so two bolts uh, whiz right past Asilius, fly down the hall at Elric, who's just standing there. What? Oh, of course. <laughs> the first bolt misses, but the second one hits with a 19 and does four points of damage. Uchi. <laughs> well, it's four points. It's not much. So that's why I just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Elric, you just got nailed by a bolt that came flying out of the darkness because uh, you can't see where it came from. Yep, you're right, because that's about as far as my drift globe would reach is where AC is. Yep. AC communicate to me? Yeah, he's like, uh, ah, shit, more crossbow bolts down here. AC's getting hit with crossbow bolts. (laughs) FYI. (laughs) (laughs) That stands for for you ignoramuses. (laughs) I'm copying you guys into this message. (laughs) <laughs> CC me, please. CC the crossbow bolts. <laughs> okay, so Cullen, uh, you're at the uh, you're at the top of the stairs when you suddenly see Elric, who's at the bottom of the stairs, get hit with a crossbow bolt. <laughs> well, um, I noticed that no trap went off immediately as he stepped onto the landing. So I'm going to descend the stairs to the corner, but I'm not gonna step out there where people are getting hit with crossbows. I'm just going to look around the corner, peek around the corner using my night vision goggles and see if I can see what's shooting him. If I can see the origin point of the missiles. Okay, you peer around the corner and you see a uh, 30 foot long hall and at the end of the hall is uh, AC flapping in front of three arrow slits, just like in the shrine. Oh, they got all their bases covered, guys. Yeah, and more. 
And you can also see that um, just north of AC, there looks to be another staircase leading down. Hmm. Now that's the one that's going to have the trap. What? <laughs> These don't. <laughs> I think Colin's talking about the trap that was mentioned the, in the in the plans that you found with the Durgar priests. Oh, right. Okay, gotcha. I mean, the other hallway continued west. It might be that direction, and I'm just being worried for nothing. Well, you could always roll a perception check and take a look. I am going to roll a perception check. I had this idea. I just now had this thought that perhaps <laughs> if I rolled a perception check, I might able to figure that figure out there's any traps around here uh no with a 10 everything looks normal it's just uh it's just a well-built dwarven hallway well i don't know what to do because running into a bunch of bolts is not a plan that's just foolishness it is foolishness i have movement but i'm not moving so all right then we cut back to esmir who is uh, crouched below the arrow slits in halia's shrine Esmir, what are you going to do? Could I peek into the slat and get a beat, like, see if I could aim at somebody? Um, yeah, you could do that, but they'll still have some cover. Even if I sh- stick my hand up and shoot a firebolt from my hand into the hole? Um, you know, I'll reduce the penalty uh, to partial cover. So instead of a negative five, you can roll it with a negative two. Okay. So I'm going to... I'm going to shoot a firebolt at Durgar, or should I I pick somebody or just say whoever I can get a bead on? Let's make it um, number four here, uh, visible so you can target him. There we go. And I'm going to shoot a firebolt at him, but I'm going to give myself a portent 17 to do that. Okay, so that's going to hit, even with the penalty. So go ahead and just roll the damage. Nice. Okay, so I'm nice. going to do the damage. Pew! Oh, oh wow. no, that was... 17 damage. He actually took him out. Killed him. On that Dorgar. And that Dorgar falls to the ground in a flaming heap. Jeez. Mm. Oh, Through the slit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this episode is explicit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to add a new thing on my list of things I hate that I'm going to recite every night when I go to bed. <laughs> the new one's going to be dwarven architecture. <sighs> Garbage. Oh, but it's so well done. You can't help but admire it. Mm-hmm. No. It's pretty impenetrable. No, I don't. Craftsmanship. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Esmir reaches up and sticks her hand through the uh, through the slit and lets loose a firebolt, and you hear a scream, and then shock and dismay as one Durgar gets fried. Yeah. All right, uh, you gonna uh, do any movement? Um, nope. I'm gonna stay here and see if I could fry up some more dwarves. Okay. And then Boromir does have a turn. He's going to... There's a door over there. If he tries to run down the hall, he's going to turn into bacon bits. So he's going to stay where he is. Okay. Oh, but he's only ephemeral. I mean... Yeah, but if I move him 40, he's going to be right in the hallway, and he's just going to get 
hit. Uh, so there's that's no as far point. As he can go. Yeah, there's no point. All right, Elric, uh, you made your way down the stairs to this hall here when suddenly bolts began to fly at you from out of the darkness, and one of them hit you. What are you gonna do? Well, I don't. I don't think there'd be much point in running back and hiding on the stairs where everybody else is. So I'm gonna run forward. As fa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Exactly, as fast <laughs> as I can with my war cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's where I'll run to. Just so I'm out of, just so I'm out of the arrow slit uh, thing. Okay. And when you get uh, about halfway down the hall, uh, you feel a floor plate move beneath your feet. Uh, and suddenly, from out of the ceiling, fall two iron gates. One falls in front of you, and one falls behind you. And you are now trapped in like an iron cage. Oh, damn. Oh, boss. So I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't go on my full movement, can I shoot a firebolt at a minus five? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to need something to target. Yep. Here you go. 25 feet away. That's fine. So, uh, da, 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 da. Miss. 11 misses. Dang it. Your firebolt flies through the iron bars, down the hall, and splashes harmlessly against the wall. Okay. All right, Jake, you're on the stairs when you hear Elric let out a battle cry and start running down the hall, and then you hear something loud like metal slamming against stone. What are you gonna do? So what I wanna do is I want to dash to where he was going to go, and now um, if there's stuff that, if there's like some giant Thing that fell down onto him. Yeah, you uh, you peer around the corner, and you see that it's like a cage, right? It's uh, he's trapped inside this iron cage. Like a cage? Okay, is it blocking the way, or is yep, it? Yep, the bars span oh. the width of the hallway, and there's a set of bars in front of him and behind him. So he's trapped, right? He can't go forward or back. All right. So, so can I see these arrow slits at the end of the hall? Um, no, because the light from Elric's Drift Globe ends before the end of the hall. Okay, so then I'm going to duck back. So that's 20 already. Um, oh, fuck. I got nothing. I guess the only thing I can do is to chuck a bless onto people. Oh, that'd be sweet. I don't know if uh, Esmeralda's close enough. No, Esmeralda's not close enough. Um, but if I blessed you guys, that would help us get out. Is that a level one slot? Um, you could bless Boromir. <laughs> so when you peer around the corner, though, you can see, correct, Cullen? Yes, I. What we see down there is what from my peering. Okay, then I'm not going to cast bless. I'm going to give you guidance. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. So I'm going to drop Guidance onto Cullen, and I am going to, um, I guess, stay put. Okay, then we go to the top of the next round, and Asilius, who is um, hovering at the end of the hall, and next to the arrow slits, there is another hall on the north wall. Casey's going to fly into this hallway here, 
Okay. And he sees that this hall uh, quickly turns into a stone staircase that leads uh, deep, deep down into darkness. Okay. A deep darkness. Too dark for an owl? Yes, he can't see the bottom of the stairs, right? Because the st- um, because they continue, you know, past his dark vision. Okay. He's gonna stay there. All right, Elric, you're suddenly trapped inside these iron bars, and before you have a chance to do anything, bolts start flying at you. Oh no! First one misses with a fourteen. Fine. And the other bolt also misses. Oh man! Nice. Dude, you got the luck of the Albonia on you. Yes. Lady Luck is on your side. Lady Uh Luck is on your side, yes. Yeah. All right, Colin. Elric seems to have triggered the trap that was uh, mentioned in the Duergar uh, floor plans that you found. And um, you also recall that there was a switch to operate this trap somewhere in a nearby room. But right now, Elric is trapped in this cage as bolts fly at him from arrow slits at the end of the hall. What are you going to do? In a nearby room. Jeez. All right. Well, I'm going to try and lift this thing. Okay. Um, So that's a strength check, I assume. Yep. And as you run out into the hall and grab a hold of the iron bars, bolts begin to fly out at you. First one misses with a 13. Second one hits with a natural 20. Damn. Doing eight points of damage. All right, so you've grabbed the gate as bolts fly all around you. One of them is now stuck in your chest. Go ahead and roll an athletics check to try and lift this big iron gate. And it should technically give you an extra D4 from the um, guidance. Yep, so what's your guidance? How are you guiding him? Lift, boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lift with your legs. Exactly. <laughs> right. Don't use your back. Don't use your bicep. Use your legs, boy. Oh, sweet. 26. Oh, wow. 26. Nice. All right. You start lifting this gate back up into the ceiling. Uh, dust and chunks of stone rain down on you from above, and you can... You you can feel the gears and mechanisms up there resisting you. But then you feel something give, and you raise the gate up over your head, holding it open for Elric to escape. Yay! And I have to try and hold it open for when it's Elric's turn. For everybody. (laughs) No, Elric's going to get out first. Then we're going to go look for the switch. Gotcha. So I say to Elric, Elric, get out of there. All right. We'll go looking for the switch. Okay. I seem to have overextended myself. Aye. <laughs> Aye. All right, Esmir, uh, you hear lots of commotion at the stairwell. Yeah. And you hear some serious Cullen grunting. The grunting is always a good thing, except for when he's in the woods by himself. Hey. Um, <laughs> That's me morning constitutional. <laughs> I'm going to, um, I think I'm going to sh- do the same thing I did before. Okay. And try and get a bead on someone back here and shoot a firebolt at him. Okay, so you uh, you you peer up into the arrow slit, doing your one uh, eyeball thingy, and you see two loaded crossbows right up against the opening, just waiting for you to show yourself. Okay. So I can't fire at them without them shooting at me. 
is what you're saying. Yeah, they they know you're out there, and it looks like they're ready for you this time. Okay, so I'm not gonna do that. Though. They all have prepared actions too. Okay, so can I crouch below the slats? Yes. Yeah, they're three feet off the ground. You can almost run. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna stay against the wall, and then I'm gonna shimmy my way over to the statue. Okay. Did someone already examine the statue? I did. Yes, Cullen did earlier. Well, I'm gonna examine it again and look and see if there's a switch on it or anywhere around where I can examine. Okay. Perception or investigation? Either one's fine. I'll take the plus seven investigation. 17. Nice. Okay, so you look around the statue and you don't find anything that looks like a switch or anything hidden or secret, but as soon as you got close to the statue, you felt something stir inside you. An intense, like, wave of anger just washes over you. And you know that this um, sudden emotion is not your own, right? It's coming from someone or something else. Okay. It happened to me, too. Yeah. Can I do anything else this turn? You can do a bonus action if you'd like. Bonus, I can move Oinky as my bonus action. Uh, I'm going to have him go behind the statue. Okay, and as he makes his way there, two bolts fly at him. You kill my pig, you guys are in big trouble. They're already in big trouble. And one of them hits, doing four points of damage. That's not cool, bro. Boromir runs back there and hears the bacon farmer calling for him. No bacon jokes, man. Bacon farmer? Oh. Yeah, he farms farms bacon, you know. Just bacon, nothing else. (laughs) Nothing else. No ham. No pork chops. You know, no pork chops, no pulled pork. burgers (laughs) now we go to elric all right you watch as uh, cullen braves the barrage of crossbow bolts and uses his amazing strength to lift the gate giving you a way out thank you cullen i am run boy run (laughs) take it on the heel and toe leg it that's what i'm going to do i'm going to go five ten 1520. Okay. Uh, and that's that's where I stop. I just, that's all I do is I just move. Okay. So Jake, you watch as Cullen runs out into the hall and into a storm of whizzing crossbow bolts. And with all his strength, he lifts the closest gate, freeing Elric, who then runs back to you in the stairwell. <laughs> what do you do? So, the, I mean, if we try to, because this cage is dropped down right in the middle and we would have to lift it and run inside and lift it and run outside all the while of trying to dodge arrows. Yeah, getting to the other side of both gates will leave you vulnerable for several turns. And that's if Cullen can lift the second gate, you know, on his first try. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to go back I'm going back um, because I can't think of another way to go around this thing. And um, I would think that I would want to check out this door up here. The door on the western side of the shrine? Yep. And so I'm going 30 feet back into the shrine and I'm using dodge as my action. 
Dodge action days. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, so Jake runs back up into the shrine, dodging and weaving, and we cut to the other side of the trap where AC is hovering above uh, a stairwell that leads deep down into darkness. Now, he's small enough to fit through the bars, so what is AC going to do? Um, I'm going to have him fly down a little bit and see what he could see. Okay. Might as well use him for some recon. Okay, so he flies down into the darkness, down deeper into the mountain. Okay. Don't get killed, AC. And as Jake runs into the shrine, dodging and weaving, a crossbow bolt flies at him at disadvantage and misses with a 13. Ha! It slams into the wall right behind you. And then we um, cut back down to the trapped hall where Cullen is holding up the gate as two Duergar take shots at him. I didn't think I'd get off that easy. First one fires. Miss. And misses with a 15. Yes. Second one fires. Miss. And hits with an 18. Oh. <laughs> 1d8 plus 1. Oh, maximum. Nine points. Oh, Ouch. Bullshit. Oh, Good hit. Not from my point of view. Oh, well. I'm down to 20 hit points. All right, Cullen, you're holding up this iron gate, and a bolt just nailed you hard. What are you going to do? Well, uh, once Elric got away, I dropped the gate, and I'm going to flee. <laughs> I'm going to run up to Jake. I can go 15 and use the dodge, right? No, you could move your regular 30 and dodge. Yeah, 30. So let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, I don't like where that leaves me. You know what? I'm just going to go up here next to Elric. And um, Elric, we got to do something here. I know. can't stay in this little alcove forever. No, we can't. I say we check out the door that Jake is going to go check out. Aye, give him more targets. Esmir, you just heard a loud slam come from the stairwell, and you turn uh, to see Jake making his way to the western door. What do you do? Okay, so Esmir is going to first. She's gonna she's gonna lean up next to the statue. She's gonna be like, Halia, Halia, I know you're not feeling very happy right now, and I want to tell you something. I'm pissed off too. Me and my friends here, we're gonna eviscerate these sons of bitches. Okay? And then we're gonna try and find your people. So we're gonna try and get your castle back to whatever this is. <laughs> castle. Stronghold. And as you do that, Esmir, you begin to feel something stir inside you. It seems as though Halia heard you. Ooh. And I whisper to you what you're feeling. So I feel an in- intuitive desire to bring a token of a defeated Duragar here to the shrine as proof of righteous battle against the hold suppressors. Usurpers. Oh, yeah, usurpers. Oh, Halia, I'm gonna bring you the head of one of these sons of bitches, okay? <laughs> Mark my words. Cause you know what? I am really pissed off. The last place I was at was worse than this place, but I'm gonna fix things up here real nice. Okay, so, and then Esmir's going to open her backpack and she's gonna say, Jaravash! And she's gonna grab it. She's like, I'll be back, Halia. And then she's gonna go over to 
the side of the slats. Okay. And she's going to chuck the ash into those holes. Okay. Ash holes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You could do that on your next turn, because I feel like your your, uh, communion with Halia took up your action, because, you know, it took took a little time. Okay. Damn it. But I'm going to... Okay, so I'm going to do that sneakily. Okay. And I'm going to ready the jar of ash. I'm going to try to blind those ash holes. Okay, cool. Where did you get this ash? At the store. Oh. oh. Didn't we find it? No, you bought it from Uncle Frank. Oh, yeah. Frank, Uncle yeah. Frank's shop. See? Tool of trade. Yep. Tool of trade. I'm going to totally give Uncle Frank a tip or something when we get back to town. If this works. Maybe we should tell him about that cursed eye to- uh, icon that that we sold. <laughs> okay. Do you want uh, Boromir to do anything for your bonus action? Um... Will he hit, is he, do you think an arrow can hit him down where he is if he goes up past Jake? Possibly. Can Boromir dodge? Sure, he can take the dodge action. Dodge action days. Um, so. (laughs) That never gets old. Never gets old. So I'm gonna move him. I wanna put him in front of Jake. Okay, he can definitely make it there. His movement is 40 feet. Okay. Well, you might as well just go up forward again to Jake. Uh, Boromir's gonna take the lead. <laughs> um, and that's it, right? Okay, Elric, uh, you see Jake and Boromir are making their way to the western door, dodging and weaving. What are you gonna do? All right, um, I think our best chance for getting out of here is that door that Boromir is at. Yes! Come on, boy! Run! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what? Uh, that's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30 would put me just in front of Jake. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to dodge as I run. Okay. Dodge action. So he runs. <laughs> okay. And as you're making your way there, a bolt flies across the shrine at you. And it misses. It slams into the door right in front of you. Awesome. Right on. Real quick, Mark, what are the two things on the bo- on the south end of the room? They look like couches next to the hallway. Uh, those aren't couches. They're like long wooden benches. Oh. Can I yell something out out of turn? Sure, go ahead. Guys, put one of these damn benches in front of these ash holes. <laughs> that would have been smart. <laughs> those things are long enough, we could have stacked them up. Yeah, we just, we could still do it. Too bad we don't have somebody real strong that can lift stuff that's heavy. <laughs> it may not be tall enough. Well, according to the map, those benches are 10 feet long. Exactly. We could just like prop them up and they're wide enough to fit, you know, if we put them upright on their sides. It's called the working smarter, not harder, guys. That's a good idea. <laughs> All of this dancing around is making me dizzy. Quit and come over here and move some furniture. <laughs> I think that that's a really smart idea. They don't pay me for being tall. <laughs> they don't pay you. Or do you think that they would be a waste of time? I think that they might not be tall enough to cover the holes. I mean, then again, I don't know how high the holes are off the ground. Uh, I'm of a mind that we should try to just get out of this area. 
Well, Jake, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Okay. Because I was going to say, if you grabbed them and stuck them on their side upright, then maybe we could. But um, I want to get over here next to the Boromir, kind of like to see if I could go through the door. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, and then listen at the door. Okay. You run up to the door, and you listen, and you don't hear anything. Okay. Um, can I still try to go through it? Sure. Yep. Okay. Um, I want to enter. Okay, so you open the door, and uh, Elric's drift globe lights up a small room that looks a lot like the armory you were in earlier. But instead of uh, weapon racks, this room contains crates and barrels. So do you want to uh, continue into the room? Yeah, I want to head in there, and I want to kind of duck around the corner in the darkness so that I can't get shot anymore. Okay, sounds good. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, no. I'm going to wait for everybody and just kind of, um, yell out, IN HERE! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, then we cut to Asilius, who is still, uh, cautiously making his way down deeper into the depths of Firehammer Hold. So, we're going to go to Cullen at the top of the stairs in the shrine. What are you gonna do, Cullen? Ah, uh, crap. Um, not sure what to do. Um, I fudge. You know what? I want to take the dodge action, and is it possible for me to end up here so that I'm standing behind this column, thus not in line of sight of the arrow slits? Sure, yeah. That is what I will do. Okay. Dodging. All right, Esmir, you see Cullen run into the shrine, dodging and weaving his way uh, to behind this western pillar. Looks like he might be uh, taking you up on your bench idea. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to take my jar of ash. You can use your action to throw the ash at a creature within 15 feet of you. The target must take a D16 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the target is blinded for one minute. At the end of each of the target's turns, it can repeat a saving throw. The bag holds enough for two applications. So I'm going to chuck some in the ash hole. Okay. <laughs> Just to make your DM life a little bit more complicated. <laughs> I'm getting fancy. I'm a fancy lady. I'm not going to just run and get shot in the ass by these sons of bitches. <laughs> okay, so uh, so describe how you're going to use this uh, this magical ash from Mount Hoot now. Okay, so Esmir is leaning against the wall, um, you know, being very stealthy and whatnot. And then she's got the, is it a jar? Does it actually just look like a jar? Yep, it's a glass jar with just a cork stopper on it. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to put it, Esmir is going to open the jar of ash and she's gonna put it on the top of her hand like if you know you're doing uh, tequila shots <laughs> <laughs> and then she's gonna say suck on this <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> blow it in there <laughs> all right so you you blow the ash into the arrow slit and there's a uh, there's a Durgar right there loading his crossbow and it goes all over him and he starts coughing right <laughs> And he rolls a constitution saving throw. And he rolls a 17. He just makes oh, it. Thank you. 
bastard. Wow. What a stupid jerk. Yeah. All right, so that was your action. Do you want to move? I don't know what to do. I'll wait. Okay, how about Boromir? Um, so Borbor will go into the room with Jake. Just He's just going to go like 15, 10, 15 feet into that room with Jake. Okay. Just got to, even though Jake eats bacon, that's okay. <laughs> oh, he's my friend. I love Boromir. <laughs> All right, Elric, Jake and Boromir have entered the room there, but Cullen uh, is heading in the opposite direction. What are you going to do? Huh. Well, that room turned out to be just a, a room. It doesn't go anywhere. It's not a hallway. And Cullen might need help with his plan. So I'm going to shout over to Cullen. Cullen, what's your plan? It was my plan, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. okay. That's okay. Well, uh, now, Cliff knows it's just a room, but Elric doesn't, right? All he knows is that Jake went in and yelled, in here. Okay, I will run into the room. He can see through the door. Well, no, I'll run into the room. Oh, okay. 20, then 25 will put me next to Jake. I'll just run in there. Okay. Maybe the knowledge cleric could have said, don't bother, it's just a room. <laughs> maybe we want to look in the room and see what's in here, like maybe some levers or some secret doors or, or something. Or levers. There could be levers in or there. Or a lever. There might be a lever. <laughs> there might be a lever. And don't forget what you learned from the from the scrolls that you found. That, that we a... knew that there was a disarmed trap thing yep. in one of the rooms close by, which would probably fix the cage situation. I forgot. Got That's what that. I'm looking yeah. for is yeah. the cage situation. We're gonna name the we're gonna name the cage Nicholas, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh man, please no. Welcome to the cage. All right, Jake. Uh, Elric has entered this room, and his drift globe now lights it up. Right, and you see a cabinet, a chest, some barrels, and uh, strewn on the floor are several empty sacks and leather bags. And a lever. A, a, a lever or a beaver? You don't see any levers. <laughs> okay. So I do want to go over and inspect um, this little chest on the northern wall. Okay. You open up the chest and it's empty. Oh. And wow. you see uh, that this room is a mess, right? And that the, you know, the shelves are bare and there are empty sacks laying around. And you quickly realize that um, this room has been ransacked and that whatever was stored in here, most likely food, uh, has already been plundered by the Durgar. Interesting. And there's nothing on the walls, like um, any kind of, um, you know, stone that might be out of place or something like that that might look like a button or a pressure point or anything like that. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, perceptionis. A 12, 19. All right, so you see that this room is exactly like the armory you were in earlier, right? Same size, same stonework, and you don't find anything out of place or secret. Elric, I think this is a dead end. I, I, I agree with you. All right, then we cut to Asilius, who is trying to send you a message, Esmir. But the message is a little... Um, choppy and staticky, like a like a bad cell phone connection. Esmir's putting her head, putting her hand on her temple. Uh, 
AC. Right, and you realize uh, that he's at the uh, at the edge of your telepathic range, right? Okay. But you do get the gist of his message, which is that the stairs end at a at a big natural cave deep down below the hold. Okay. And that there is a pool of water in the cave and another statue. And other than that, it's dark and empty. Okay. Asmir says, don't go by the pool of water. Come back here. <laughs> okay. Uh, AC starts flying back up, and we cut uh, back to the shrine. And what are you up to, Cullen? <sighs> so I size up this bench. Does it look like something that could be easily lifted? Or is it something that would be difficult to lift and move? Or something that would be nearly impossible to lift and move? Um, it looks like something you can handle, but your speed will be halved while you're carrying it. Um, if I, can I take the dodge action? Well, picking up this uh, heavy bench will be your action, but the bench um, is gonna help you block stuff, right? So I'll give you a, a, a plus two to your armor class, like a shield. All right, so I'm going to run over to the bench 10 feet and lift it up vertically so that it's in front of me like a holding a door or a plank. All right, cool. And as you come out uh, and start lifting the bench, bolts begin flying at you. Oh, man, First bolt misses with a six, flies wide and hits the pillar. Second one flies and misses with a 13. It sticks into the bench as you lift it up. All right, the third one flies at you and it also misses and Ooh. sticks into the bench. Sweet. All right, Esmir, you're uh, hiding there below the arrow slits when suddenly you see a, a bench making its way towards you. <laughs> the Scottish accent. Um, Being good for sitting and stopping crossbow bolts. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna stick my hand in that hole and I'm gonna shoot a firebolt in there. <laughs> So your plan is to stick your hand into the ash hole. Yeah, and shoot a firebolt. Shoot a firebolt. At the guy that's sitting right there shooting shit at us. Why the heck not? And I'm gonna say, fire in the hole! Oh, oh mother no. obstacles. Oh, critical mess. Uh. What a bunch of, but do I have an inspiration point? No. Stuff. Can I give her mine? I could give you one of mine. Okay. Are you you have multiples? I've got two. Oh man. I've had them you forever. Are rich with inspiration. Say something inspiring, Jake, because I'm not having a good time over here. Okay. Have <laughs> a inspiration point. <laughs> I wanted an inspirational speech, like. If they won't take our wives, then take our whatever. I don't know how that goes. Liberty. Take our inspiration points. <laughs> they can take our wives, and I don't know how that goes. Okay. You can't take my wife, but you can take my inspiration points. <laughs> okay. Take my wife, please. <laughs> okay. It's something like that. They could take our lives. Oh, I thought he said wives. But they can't take our liberty. <laughs> I, I did take our wives. I did say wives. They can take our wives. You can't take my wife. <laughs> <laughs> they can take our wives and keep them. 
and then we'll get back our liberty. <laughs> what will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Right? Against that? No! We will run! And we will live. Alright? Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that? for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! And so we leave our heroes moving furniture around throwing ashes at bad guys, and making Sir William Wallace roll over in his grave a few times. How will they get past the shrine room? Does FYI really mean for you ignoramuses? Is there a difference between a lever and a lever? And what does it have to do with beavers? Why would you name a cage Nicholas? Oh, I get it. But you don't, so tune in next time to find out on Rule Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so the party's in Firehammer Hold, but they're still trying to get in to Firehammer Hold, right? Remember a couple episodes back, I talked about how I didn't want to have another dungeon where they just sneak in through a back door and, you know, like the past three dungeons. I wanted to give them, you know, a different experience with different challenges. I think that's important as a DM because you don't want dungeons to be just different rooms with different monsters, right? You want them to be different um, experiences. And I think that's happening here. Here, they're not, you know, dealing with dumb goblins, uh, but smart dwarves in a fortified uh, position with traps and arrow slits everywhere. And they have to find a way in without getting turned into, you know, roasted pin cushions. And I have to admit, um, it's fun to watch them run around dodging bolts and setting off traps as they're trying to, you know, figure out uh, what to do. And it's these situations that will force them to... Uh, you know, think outside the box, like this whole plan to use the benches to block the arrow slits. <laughs> so awesome. I love that. You know, I love seeing when players uh, use the environment, you know, the things around them uh, to, uh, you know, to their advantage, right? Or to change their situation. It's awesome. And I think they, they get what's happening here. Because uh, there's a clip I put out as bonus content where I uh, stepped away for a moment, but you know it was still recording, and they were discussing their situation, and they're they're realizing that you know these aren't dumb goblins and orcs, and that they need to um, act accordingly. So I think it's going according to plan, and you know we'll see how they resolve it. But hey, I'm having fun watching them run around in a panic, <laughs> and I hope you are too. Uh, so let us know, you know, drop us a comment or a question, leave a review, please, 
or drop a donation or uh, join us in this endeavor. You know, become a patron. That way you can get in on the bonus content and the behind the scenes banter and get in on the raffles for the Roll Radio miniatures. Any support is greatly appreciated, guys. And don't forget to visit RollRadio.com for links to uh, Roll Radio merch and links to Sirenscape.com where all the in-game music and sound effects come from. And of course, uh, you'll find a link to Wizards of the Coast where you can find Scourge of the Sword Coast, which is the module that we're playing through now. All right, thanks again for listening and tune in next time to see how the players rearrange the furniture.